0: all right hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the third annual christmas movie countdown i am here with emma you and today we are discussing our fifth movie this year called holiday rush now this is a netflix original movie so if you are interested in this movie you can find it on netflix go check it out it was really good like this is probably one of those movies i'm gonna add to my like i have to watch it every year movies oh yeah not like i'll be home for christmas or (laughs) holiday inn those movies can go (laughs) die in a fire this movie was really good Uh, big time so this movie follows a widowed hip-hop radio dj named uh rashawn williams otherwise known as rush and he works At this radio station. WMLE. And he is the number one fucking radio DJ. On this station. Okay. That cannot be said enough. He's number one. Okay. He's the big guy in town. So. We're leading into Christmas. We're like a week. A couple weeks away from Christmas. And he and his partner. Friend. Not romantic partner. Just like business partner person. Roxy um, have this big plan that they're going to go talk to the manager owner of the radio station, and they are going to try to plead their case and kind of take ownership of part of the radio station. They want to become part owners of this radio station, WMLE. They go to talk to their manager, Marshall. I think that's his name, right? Yep. Yeah, Ooh. Marshall. <clears throat> and. He's like, sorry, guys, we can't talk about this right now um, because our radio station just got bought. Basically, this big company, basically like Sirius XM almost, has bought out their radio station. It's called Camcom. Yeah. They have bought out the radio station. With plans to take it national. So they're going to start streaming it. And they're this huge company. Rush and Roxy get super excited. Like, holy shit, we're going to be on national radio. Like, we can't fucking wait, right? Um, JK, they're getting rid of Rush. And they're replacing it with the number one pop DJ from the same radio station.
1: Some white girl.
0: Some white girl who runs, like, a pop radio station. Ugh. So... Basically, they find out tomorrow is going to be their goodbye show, their last show, right? So Rush is just devastated. Roxy is devastated. They were about to become part owners of this radio station. Now they don't have jobs. Yep. So cut to Rush's house. We find his family. He's got a son who is a senior in high school and is about to get accepted two colleges he's got a daughter who is question mark 13 14 i don't know she's young she's a young teen yeah and then he has two twin daughters who are like six or seven i don't know how old they are exactly but they're
1: young elementary age
0: elementary age yes and then he has uh aunt joe who is played by the wonderful darlene Ooh. love i love Yeah, her so girl much. um and They live in a huge fucking house because, like I said, Rush was the number one DJ for this huge company in New York, okay? He was making bank. And his kids show it. They are spoiled AF, okay? The twins want a mini horse for Christmas. The teen daughter wants something like a Chanel bag or some bullshit like A Prada bag. That's what it is, a Prada bag. And the... Son is like super hyped, trying to get into Harvard and can't fucking wait to just be. Oh, no, he wants a car. That's what he wants for Christmas because he's like, I'm about to go to college. I'm fancy a
1: ass, big red something.
0: Something with it. Yeah, something huge and fancy with a big ass bow. So Rush has to deal with the fact that now he doesn't have a job and he was about to have a pool put in to his house like to in the backyard of his house um so now he has to break it down to his family hey guess what we broke so he talks to aunt joe and is basically like i don't know what to do these kids can't handle like not being poor like i've tried like or they can't handle being poor you know i've raised them basically spoiled them i can't do anything yeah And Aunt Jo's basically like, look, the kids will deal with it. We have to do what's best for the family. We've got to figure this out. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Meanwhile, Roxy comes and finds out or comes and lets us know that the radio station where Rush and Roxy started called WBQL is up for sale. Like it closed down a while ago it's just been an empty building but it's got all of the same stuff it's got all the broadcasting equipment and radio materials that they need
1: Um, that's where they started yeah
0: yeah it's up for sale and roxy's basically like look i have a whole bunch of money saved up i'll put in for it like we could be owner we could own our own radio station just like we had planned um and we can start from the bottom and bring it back from the top like take it all the way to the top we've done it before we can do it again and Aunt Jo hears this plan and she's like yep I'm in here's a box full of cash and she hands them of this little tin full of 45 grand and Rush is just overwhelmed like okay but you guys want to put in all this money but I don't have anything to put in like all of my money is gone I have nothing saved because I've spent it all on my kids and this big ass house and all these things so like you do when you're an adult you make a big adult decision and you decide to downsize so He makes the decision to move his family into their old house, which is currently where aunt Joe lives. They're all going to live under the same roof, um, in this much smaller house. And they're going to put the house up for sale and use the money from the sale of his hat from his old house to pay for his portion of the radio station. Sweet. They go through that. The kids are pissed, of course, but like they're fucking kids. So they don't get a choice. (laughs) the kids can't imagine leaving their like lifestyles of the rich and the famous fucking lifestyle that they've been living so they just treat him like shit right the son goes off he's super angry and just like won't talk to anyone doesn't want to come into the house because he's so mad the daughter is just like keeps going through her instagram and like can't can't believe she's poor now and doesn't know how to like Deal with the fact because all of her friends are getting their super expensive Christmas presents. She
1: showed her dad, her friend, in a brand new coach crop top. Her friend is like 13 and she's like, look at her on Instagram. Oh my God. Yeah. And the dad's like, bitch, no.
0: (laughs) No. Um, And the, the twins, I think, handled it the best. Kind of. They were like bitchy seven-year-olds about it but they yeah. were also just happy to happy to be there i guess i don't know they were the least bitchy because they haven't like become teenagers yet yeah so this plan starts getting in motion and as soon as like they've kind of figured out the stuff at the bank it cuts to marshall and Joss who is the woman who runs Camcom or who's doing all the work for Camcom and she's like guess what Rush and Roxy just bought out WBQL they're planning on putting in another thing on you need to go put pressure on our current advertisers and tell them that they are not allowed to advertise with Rush and Roxy or they will lose their sponsorships or their advertisements on WMLE so Marshall feels bad. He's like, but they're my friends. Like, fuck, I don't want to do this. And he's based. Joss tells him, if you don't do this, you're out. Like, that's it. I don't care. So Marshall begrudgingly does it. He calls them all the advertisers, and they all agree. Everyone agrees. Rush and Roxy are like, fuck. Like, we don't have any advertisers. What are we gonna do? Roxy starts to spiral, and Rush is like okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do commercial free Christmas. We will do 20, like a whole day, no advertising. We'll do it all ourselves. And after Christmas, we'll be able to find some advertising and do the whole thing. And we're also going to, they they also had plans to go back to kind of the, the things that they were doing in their early years on the radio, where they were hosting like um, Christmas food drives and things like that, like bringing the community together, a bunch of concerts and all sorts of things, which is what a personal like an in-town radio station should do. Yeah. Um, Instead of the big corporate, like we don't talk to anybody, we don't do anything for our community type radio stations. So while all this is happening, Rush and Roxy, of course, develop a romantic relationship. Um, Roxy has been around basically since right after Rush's wife died.
1: Well, no, they both got started at the radio station together. So they've been around each other since he started in radio.
0: Yeah. So Rush has this moment where he just is unsure of what to do with his life. He, you know, the kids are pissed at him and everything. And he's freaking out he's sitting outside the house, just like, am I doing the right thing? What am I going to do? And he has a chat with his wife his ghost wife and he's like I'm not sure if I'm doing the right thing you know the kids are all mad what do I do and she basically tells him you're taking care of the kids that's all you can do that's the thing you need to do and don't be afraid to fall in love again like I would want you to move on you don't need to be wallowing yourself pity and after that happens he's like okay I'm gonna go for it so him and Roxy go out to dinner and they end up like he ends up making a fool of himself kind of he's like hey, everybody, look at us. She's so pretty. She did this cool thing. And all eyes are on them. And he's like, hey, let's dance, even though there's no music. And it's super romantic and cute. And then they are like chatting and their faces are really close because they've been dancing and she kisses him. And he's like, "Yo, you should have done that a long time ago. Like, fucking great. We're together now. Yeah. They go back home and the kids are all, you know, around. They're kind of trying to set up for Christmas um, but they're still kind of grumpy and Rush and Roxy walk in and they tell the kids, the family, hey guess what Me, and we're together and they kiss and the girls lose their shit, they're like hell yeah we've been waiting for this fucking finally and Jamal, the son, is like bitch no and leaves <clears throat> he basically runs away okay he's mad he feels, you know he's concerned that his acceptance to harvard which he got into um is just off the table now because they're poor how are they going to be able to afford harvard so and he doesn't like being in the house he feels like roxy is replacing his mom and all these things So he just runs away okay and this is on christmas eve Rush and Roxy are supposed to host their Chris, like they're supposed to start their radio station that night, but Jamal runs away. So the whole family splits up and they go to fucking find him. Roxy and the eldest daughter go and they're wandering through the neighborhood, asking all the neighbors, if they've seen this kid, you know, we're looking for these things. They make all these friends within the neighborhood. They meet an old man who likes who has a crush on uh auntie joe they meet (laughs) um a single mother who is just like working her day-to-day life with her two kids they meet all these different people and it brings the daughter down from her like down a peg she's like oh like everyone's poor here everyone's making it work everyone's happy and in the right spirit like i can i can get on board fuck it this is a cool community to be a part of and the little girls stay at home and they decorate with auntie joe and rush goes all over the place all like his school the basketball court where he likes to play uh all these different places the old house which he thinks jamal might be at and he doesn't find him and he they meet back up at the house and they're like anyone have any luck and they start talking and then rush has an epiphany and he's like i know exactly where he is So they go to um, or Rush goes to this spot, which is it overlooks the city, basically. And you can see all the Christmas lights of the city, like this beautiful lit up area of NYC. And he finds Jamal and he sits next to Jamal. And they have this heart to heart, of course, about everything that's going on. And Jamal apologizes that you know, his storming out and his being an asshole wasn't really meant at Roxy. He likes Roxy a lot and it, it wasn't meant that way. He just has a lot of big feelings about everything that's going on and he doesn't know how to deal with them. Basically when the mom died, he had been living in that house. Like they grew up in that house together, like, or he had grown up in that house with her. Yeah. When his mom died, after his mom died, um, Rush had purchased their new big house. And they moved him out of, they moved out of the house that they had grown up with the mom in. So all of these pent up feelings from a decade ago are lingering in Jamal, basically. He feels like everything has, like the dad just pushed the mom out, basically. Tried not to feel And Rush is like, I thought if I hid my emotions, if I hid my grief from you guys, you guys wouldn't feel it as hard as I was feeling it. Yeah. And it's this really sweet heart to heart. And Rush is like, don't worry about Harvard. You got into Harvard. We will make it work. Like we're broke right now, but we will figure it out. Like we're going to get you to Harvard and all these different things. So it works out. So they go back home, and when they come home, the inside of the house is all beautiful and Christmassy. And they're like, "Hell yeah, you guys were amazing! It's so pretty in here. This is great." The next morning, is Christmas, they get up super duper early, and they're all in matching like onesies. It's fucking cute, and they do their little Christmas presents. Now the girls, the twins, get many horses. Like these little stuffed horses and they're all excited because they don't have to deal with horse poop. They
1: literally said
0: ones that don't poop. Yeah, they were super excited. (laughs) (laughs) And Jamal got a Harvard hoodie. He was super excited about that. And uh, the girl, I'm horrible because I can't remember her name, Paula, mm -hmm, she gets The mother's sapphire necklace, which is like her mom's favorite necklace. And the girl's like, holy shit, this is the best Christmas gift I could have ever gotten. This beats any Prada, Chanel, whatever the fuck. Like, this is so good. I'm never taking this necklace off. Um, All she wanted for Christmas was an Instagrammable moment, right? And now she gets her necklace and she's super duper happy. Then Roxy shows up for Christmas morning, and she has like a whole stack full of presents, and she gives out her presents to everybody. And then she has a present of her own. Like Rush gives her a present. He's like, Hey, you, you know, you have one right here. So while she's opening it, all the family go and stand together in a line. And we start to notice that all of their onesies have words on the back. So they all stand in their little line and she opens up her thing and it's a onesie and holy crap like you're gonna be part of this family you gotta look just fucking horrible like us right <laughs> so they put on she puts on her onesie and all the whole line of it is like will you be my something? it's all i
1: want for christmas is you
0: yeah that's what it is all i want for christmas is you and across all of their backs it's fucking fantastic so they have their cute heart to heart or cute family moment. They get she gets her instagrammable picture of all of them in their onesies and then they go outside because Rush is like, "Yeah, I think I heard some tinkering outside." And they walk outside and the whole outside of the house has been completely redone. It's beautiful, like extravagant Christmas um prettiness. And all the kids are like, "Holy crap, this is so cool. Yay, Christmas!" Auntie Joe's like, yes, this is beautiful, like, awesome. And then Rush and Ruby have to go because it's time for them to start their new show. And right as they're about to leave, Marshall rolls up. And Marshall's like, look, here's the deal. I quit my job because I can't with them anymore. They're garbage. But I realized that I want to be a part of your station of wbql i took all the money that i a whole bunch of money that i had and i want to invest it in your station here's a check basically and after a fight that rush was like pretty much attacking marshall because he was a super dick the whole move whole movie they agree and marshall becomes part of the team a silent partner of wbql and then it leads to rush in the booth for wbql hosting his christmas show for the foreseeable future and then it ends Yep, this movie is 94 minutes and 94 minutes are amazing like yeah it was not a shitty moment in this movie like a lot of christmas movies have like that one moment where you just fucking hate people <laughs> But there wasn't one in this. Like The entirety of
1: I'll Be Home for Christmas?
0: Yeah. There was a second there where I was like, Jamal, get your shit together. But he's just a kid. like, And he figured it out pretty quickly. It wasn't so bad. Yeah. So, Emma, who is your favorite character in Holiday Rush?
1: I had two and they were neck and neck and I could not choose between them. So, Roxy and Aunt Jo. Pick Aunt
0: Jo because Roxy's mine. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, Aunt Joe. I just she's so down to earth and she's so like, shut your mouth and listen to me. Do all this. This is what your goal is. Stop being a fool about it. And she's that way with everybody. Yeah. It's not just the older like uh Rush or the younger kids or whatever. She's yeah. that way with everybody. Yeah, and I actually
0: forgot I about it. the very end of that movie. Is the is my favorite part? It's, yeah, because, it's her singing. Yeah, it's her singing, just like she does in Christmas Chronicles too. So at the yep. end, after they start the radio station, it cuts to them working in a shelf in a food shelter, basically. Yeah, and they are all the kids are serving um, and kind of getting a real feel for you know serving others and not being entitled pricks. Yeah, and then. Uh Auntie Joe or Darlene Love goes up and sings. Uh it's just fantastic. Like every anytime Darlene Love will get up and sing, like
1: solid. I loved her.
0: Yeah. So my favorite character was Roxy. Um, I felt like Roxy was the uh Auntie Joe for Rush. Like Auntie Joe was there, she was there for everyone, kind of giving Mm -hmm. everyone advice. But it really focused on uh, Auntie Jo's relationship with the kids more often. She was, like, giving the kids advice and trying to help them work through their situation. But Roxy was the one who was trying to help rush through his situation. Yeah. Until she had been, like, his station manager or whatever producer for years and years and was like, you need, you know, here's the coffee that you always need in the morning. Here's this. Here's that. We got to make sure we get to work on time. You know, you need to make sure you tell your kid this for this moment coming up in their thing like she was just on top of it and i loved her character she was so freaking good oh yeah your least favorite character
1: (laughs) camcom yes
0: (laughs) yeah garbage joss from camcom fucking sucked everyone else from camcom like had zero words they didn't say a damn word in anything But that That whole—that was also the
1: problem, though. They didn't like step up and be like, "Bitch, what's your problem?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Fuck, Camcom. Miley's favorite character was Joss and Marshall. Yeah, they were tied. I hated Joss because she was so just like didn't give a fuck about anybody. She was just like, "Oh well, we own this and we're here to make money. Fuck you guys." And then. I hated Marshall because he betrayed his friends. Like, yeah, for money, he he was just like, whatever, bye. Yeah, that was bullshit. Like, don't ever fucking do that to your friends. How dare you? Um, all right. Seven word synopsis. (laughs) Um, I got two. And they're not really synopsis. They're just general statements. Um, Darlene Love can be in all movies. Yes, please. Put her in everything. Uh. like at the end of every Christmas movie, just have her singing and I'm I'm good with it. Like it's so fucking mm. good. She's so good. And then Saniqua Martin Green is so freaking pretty. Yep. Yes.
1: Oof. <laughs> That's yeah. it. uh
0: she is also in the new Star Trek show, Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. Um she is just stunningly gorgeous. Yeah. There is like not a single flaw on her skin. Like, no. perfection. It doesn't make sense how she is so pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's one of those like literally, there are no words. She is just robotically gorgeous.
0: Yeah. She's like what, when I think of like, you know how people are just like, oh, Marilyn Monroe was like the, the bit, the prettiest, like there was yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with Marilyn Monroe. She was no, the most gorgeous. I feel like in 30 years time, 40 years time, people will be saying that about Sonequa Martin Green, like, yeah, flawless, like girl is so pretty. Yeah. Like, I I don't understand. <laughs>
1: She is stunning. <laughs> She's
0: so pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, Emma. Okay. Yawn, it's too early for teachable moments. Accurate. <laughs> Spoiled brats learn hard lessons at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack is my new Christmas jam, though. Oh, it's so good. That soundtrack was on Bye, uh Yep. And then two alliteratives, business bitch boots bomb buds but backfires. Yep. And then radio host Rush runs ragged rallying rotten rich kids.
0: Nice. That's so good. That is an accurate those are accurate synopses not like mine where it was just like let's praise the women in this movie because they're so good. (laughs) Because they are. (laughs) yes so this movie like i said at the beginning this movie is a netflix film and like always netflix doesn't release any of their monetary anything so who knows how much money this movie costs to make or how much they made from it because it's netflix and who knows about viewership because it's a christmas movie so it's only really viewed at christmas time yep and it's only been christmas time for like a week so yep it's been out for a couple of years. This is now its second year or third. This is its third Christmas. Yeah. Um, but who knows if it's super successful or not? Uh, it does have a pretty all-star cast or a pretty not awesome cast, anyways. It's got uh the main character Rush is played by Romany e. Malco. If you don't know that name, he is from 40-year-old virgin, he's the guy, the, the black guy who just dances. My the the thing I remember about him most from that movie is in the end credit from that movie they say uh-huh. Age of Aquarius <laughs> and he is just dancing like an idiot and I love it. <laughs> I forgot about that scene. <laughs> I love it. He's so good. <laughs> That's a and great then, movie. Like I said, Sinqua Martin Green just absolutely fabulous. She's uh, delicious. She's Roxy. Marshall is played by Dion Cole. He's huge. And then of course, Darlene Love uh, as Auntie Joe, and then a whole bunch of young kids who I'm sure will go on after this to do a whole bunch of crazy shit because they were all really yeah. good actors. Um, but you know, they haven't done anything yet because they're children, and, yeah. a pandemic happened. so <laughs> So yeah, do you have anything else to say about Holiday
1: Rush? Watch it. This movie is great. It's adorable. So good. It is family friendly. Honestly. It this totally could be is. be a family movie night. There's like one kiss in the entire movie. There's no language issues. There's no. I mean, it's adorable. It's yep. fun for all ages. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. Did your kid watch this with you? He did. Did he like it? He thought it was adorable. Awesome. Yeah. That's high praise from a three-year-old, guys. Like- yeah. 3 old could watch this, your kids will love it. It was he really giggled, cool. he giggled at the horse poop joke. <laughs> of course he did, because he's three. Correct. Uh adorable. Yeah, go check this movie out. It was really good. Um, if you have any fun facts about this movie or just other holiday suggestions, movies you think we should watch that we have not yet covered in our other two years of this uh let us know you can contact us on twitter at allentownpod you can email us at allentownpresents at gmail.com or you can find us on facebook at Allentown Presents. of course we will be back tomorrow with another episode of our christmas movie countdown and we can't wait to see you (laughs) we can't wait to have you here another episode check us out don't forget to like subscribe
1: and do all the things Love you, bye. Okay, bye. Toots.